This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Game Time here on a Tuesday with Tom, Aaron, and Ward. We're glad you're with us as we uh, get ready to roll through this Tuesday afternoon. Got a lot to do here on the program, and, and it should be a lot of fun. We're, we're going to talk some Cowboy football with you today. Uh, we're going to get into some Big 12 stuff with you. Uh, we've, uh, we, we've got high school football to talk about a lot. It, it's football season, so we're going, to, uh, we're going to get into the football stuff. You know, one of the things that we didn't get to, and I hope to get to it today, been trying for two days, is to talk about everybody everybody's opinion on the uh, on the – BYU, Houston, Central Florida, blah, you know, uh, rolling into the league. In, in that it could happen as early as Friday. I mean, it, it maybe as early as, as Friday. Uh, just bounce around. Ward, you, you got an opinion? Because I'm going to tell you, no disrespect to anybody, for me, the hook is the BYU thing. No, that's that's the only team that you look at out of out of all of them, I think, is the one that you want to definitely lock down because of the eyeballs that they are. Eyeballs. Get. Yep. This is uh, this is a huge alumni base. It's a huge fan base, and it goes from coast to coast. Right. And, and they have their own television they network. They bring a lot to the table. Yeah. They bring a lot to the table. No mm-hmm. disrespect to Houston. No. no disrespect to Central Florida. Mm-hmm. I like the Cincinnati thing. Uh, gives you a new footprint. Yeah, but I really like the BYU thing. Yeah, I, that's that's the one. And we've said from the start of this that you're going to have to go find somebody with the brand that can bring a television audience with them. Is that enough? What you've just heard, those four. Is that enough to keep your your st- status, if you will? And you know what Power I'm talking five. about. Yeah. I, Man, I'm telling you, BYU's a big hit. I know it is. I, and, and I think it's going to be – I still think even with them and the other three, it's going to be close. I think it's going to come down to – they're, they're going to have to work it pretty well to be able to stay Power 5, in my opinion. I think Ward's right. I think it's going to be close, but I think they will. I think that that alliance of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC. I think that's a big to-do about nothing. Well, but I think that they want the Big 12 to still be they to be a Power 5 conference. Well, here's the thing. If you go to 12, if, if 12 is your number, and it should be 16, by the way, but if 12 is your number, I think that includes this league. If that is the the makeup of this league, right? If the makeup of this league has Cincinnati, Houston, Central Florida, BYU, and then the remaining eight, I think you're a player in this in this thing. Well, and uh, I f- I wish I could give them credit. It was for I forgot what I was listening to. I listened to so much sports talk, but they said if you on paper right now, if you put those four teams with the other eight teams and form that Big Twelve, that that's a better football conference right now than the Pac twelve. If you had, uh, 
Uh, yeah, BYU, UCF, Houston. Wow. Because of BYU and UCF. Not, but basically, right. It's well, yeah. not because of Houston and Cincinnati. Well, yeah, Cincinnati. but I mean, Although I mean Cincinnati well, no, Cincinnati is top, Cincinnati's yeah. top ten. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they are just because of where they're at right now. I, I don't. I'm talking fan base wise. No, no, I get it. Fan base wise, they're not they're not a player in the situation, and Houston's not a player fan base wise. No, and even um, though UCF is a, a huge school. school, they're not really either. But you were talking the about BYU thing is though. Yes, now. absolutely. That you. moves the television needle. But UCF yeah. is even though it's a commuter school. No, no, Houston's a commuter school. Is what I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Houston. Houston's a commuter school too. Yeah. and they, they even if they weren't, they still don't have a huge fan base i mean they they never did have a huge no, fan they're, base they're stuck in the middle of a of a, of a major league they're in a city. metropolitan area yeah i mean it's it's kind of like smu i'm sorry when you have the cowboys and the mavericks and the rangers and the mm-hmm. stars mm-hmm. it's a tough it's a tough sell it's a tough draw yes although absolutely. smu's overcoming it quickly yeah um because it's kind of smart what they did is Dallas. They're, yeah, they're adhering to Dallas. I mean, yeah. they got the Dallas logo on it. They Absolutely. got billboards all over Dallas. Yeah. And, and Somebody Houston, figured it out. Yeah, and, and Houston's kind of done the same right. thing. It, well, I guess my point is it's not a college town. No. It's not no, college no, no, station. No. It's not, no, you know. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not yeah. Waco. It's not, no. it's not Lubbock. Right. It's not going to be. You, when you have those four players in that marketplace, they're going to command the dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so there you go. And, you look. In Houston, you've got a couple other universities that you're dealing with too. Sure. So, I mean, you got to you got to put got, that into the got the Rice's over there. Yeah. And yeah. Texas Southern. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's several. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I I just found it interesting. I thought I wanted to you know kind of jump that out there and and get to having that conversation. Real quick, uh, and and uh, along those same lines, I mean, it's not breaking breaking news, but it was more of a formality but the uh houston board of regents voted to give their chancellor permission to pursue membership in the big 12 so they kind of made it official that they're going to the big 12 today if they get invited which like you said should happen friday yeah <laughs> i saw something that said the other eight have got a vote i just started laughing <laughs> are you kidding me already got a vote yeah they got a vote all right they better they better cast that vote on Tuesday today. <laughs> what does this do, though, as far as uh, – and I understand why they want to get their ducks in a row. That's just good business doing that. But by pulling this off by Friday, does this expedite this conference as far as Texas and OU – Going to the SEC, I mean, does do these teams now go? Okay, we know what the buyout is, but here here's a new buyout we're offering you just to get it moving in that direction. No. Do you think it does that? No, not at all. They're going to sit on that eighty million apiece. You darn right they are. Mm-hmm. They're going to make them write it to the penny. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, I, that's I that's was, too much money. I, I read it, it is, but I I but well, I mean, why are you moving them down the road? Uh, you know. Make them sit. Right. Make them sit. Make them miserable. <laughs> you know. Mm. Uh, and now, do they sit around and go, okay. I think what it does do is it makes them rethink, okay, because, you know, we're all in this game right now of who's going to blink first. Is the league going to collapse so we can get out of here well, without league, paying? That's well, what if I'm this saying. happens, the league's not collapsing. And that's why I'm saying OU and Texas come back and say, we'll take less just to let us out of here. 
No, I don't think that happens. I think I, they have I to write the check. I think it does. You think tech? You think this league is going to allow Texas and Oklahoma out of here for less money? Yeah. No. I, no way. I don't either. I don't think they'll no let. No way. It, it, the only way that would happen is if they went to court and and well, the court the decided. Court's, the court's but, not going to decide. No, that. Right. I, I agree. Then, I think there's, there's going to be no some negotiating. That, well, there might be, but man, you're not letting them out of here for for. Why would you? I mean, what does it benefit you to let them leave early and, and take less? What is the benefit for the other eight? It's also the same problem that the Big 12 is going to have with the American Conference and those four teams. Well, it's, that's a great it's point. Not as, it's yeah. not as much money, but it is money, and there's a, a, a longer time period that they have to for giving notice to leave the conference. And by the way, did you hear their commissioner the other day? <laughs> he was spanking the hand of Mr. Bowlesby now. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically said what he's talking about ain't exactly happened. I mean, he didn't call him a liar, but he called him a liar. I it, mean, it, he, he said it didn't happen. I, you know, <laughs> bottom line is if I don't, and you may be a hundred percent correct, but no, I, I don't, don't know. I don't see the benefit of letting them leave early unless they write you the full check. Unless yeah. I get every nickel coming to me. Sit your behind or over there, and you go play in Lawrence, Kansas, on September whatever. You know that's my that's the way I look at it. Okay. I, I don't see a benefit to it, and there may be, you know. Uh, and, and again, could you could you welcome in your new brethren and still make them sit over there? That's what I'm saying. I don't think you can. I don't know. I I. I, I I don't know what all the bylaws are. Well, I don't either. But I'm just trying. I to can't think imagine about- those four those four coming into the conference and OU and Texas still being in the conference. Well, and as all of well. this may be predicated on the if, target of 2025 or whatever. And, yeah. I, and look, I, I think everybody in this room agrees that Texas and Oklahoma is not going to be in the Big 12 in 2024. I don't think. They I are. don't. I think this is you know somehow somewhat. I th- I think this year or maybe next year, maybe next year. Is it? Somebody's got to write a check. Somebody has to write a check. And again, I think Texas and Oklahoma was sitting back, going, "Okay, let's see if this thing collapses." Well, that's exactly what they were doing, and it didn't. And now, now if they it bring appears, these other four in, that's what I'm saying. Instead of the Big Twelve blinking, those two might blink and and figure something out. I don't know. I just i i don't I don't see. Those four teams coming in and Texas and OU being a part of it. Well, and I think Texas and Oklahoma want out of here as fast as they possibly can sure, get out of here. Sure, because there's more money on the other side right? And in, they, in the long run. And they ain't exactly welcomed you know, to the dinner table, if you know what I mean. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, it, it does a lot for them as far as recruiting and everything else. And the other sports are going to benefit from being in the SEC, too. I mean – there's a reason why they want it in the SEC. Then get your checkbook out. Yeah, that's I know. My, that's I, the way I, I look at it. I get it. I know what you're saying, but I'm just – I don't know. All right. And make check payable, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The new Big 12. Yeah, 413, 13 after 4 o'clock. I'm glad we had this conversation. Uh, I meant to do it yesterday. Thought we were going to kind of talk about it a little bit on Friday, but – Man, just things that get moving so fast around here. It's a 13 after 4. We're going to talk some Cowboys in Tampa Bay. They play in two days, by the way. This is a weird week to me. I mean, we've got Tampa and Dallas on a Thursday. we got Waco and Colleen on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they're out of place. Waco is supposed to play on Friday, and Dallas is supposed to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of—I feel a little—I feel like this week's a little disjointed as far as football is concerned. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's uh, 13 after four, and uh, this is game time from ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight. Again, another comfortable evening. Low temperatures fall to 68 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. We may see a few high clouds as a cold front moves through, but no rain. 96 for the high and mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Make note of the new time, now 7 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Join us Wednesday and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Ole Miss beat Louisville to end the first week of college football last night, 43-24. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was full participant at practice yesterday and is slated to start Thursday night season opener against Tampa Bay. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. 
Rangers split the series with the Angels getting the win last night. They start the series with the Diamondbacks tonight. 8.40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB holds on to the number one ranking in D3 football poll, and you can hear the Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, a couple of notes here from our uh, CNC Collision Center text line. You can join us on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Grumpy old fan says the Big 12 and the AAC should merge. I don't think that's happening. Uh, and here's be fun. What, uh, yeah, it would. I think it'd make for a good football and basketball league. Uh, Pat Kerrigan says uh, Texas will stay in the Big 12 until they get their money from ESPN. I think ESPN owes them three, maybe four years. They're going to get their money or make a deal with that money before they leave, and then they'll move on to the SEC. And, and, and I guarantee that's you, very viable. I mean, they're they're probably negotiating right now. How we how do we LHN? Close, how do we close this thing down? Because LHN is not moving forward. It, it's they missed the boat there. They thought they were going to have some programming opportunities. Well, the problem is this: with so many availabilities and so many TV deals. LHN only gets maybe one football game a year. Well, ESPN Plus and two basketball games. all that. Years. Yeah, but LHN itself. I mean, but that's ESPN's baby. I mean, that that's why they did that. But if 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 ESPN Plus and all the streaming opportunities and all that wasn't there, the Longhorn Network may have worked a little bit better. Right, and then don't forget you have the the competitor that has deals with this league, such as Fox. Yes, Fox has right. a couple of windows. Right. So you, you look up and you've got 10 teams and you're in conference play and ESPN's got two or three windows. Fox has got a couple of windows. It leaves nothing for LHN. No, that's so what, they that's get what to I'm televise. Saying. They get to televise baseball and softball. Mm-hmm. And they get one football game, some non-conference, obscure uh, non-conference football game, and a couple of basketball games. Right. And then that's it. Right. They don't have content. No, that's what I'm saying. So they how can don't. they sell it? They can't. It has been a disaster for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Disaster. They've right. lost money on it every year. Well, yeah, a they lot have. of money. A lot of money. Right. It's been a disaster because there's no content. Be- because they're they're strapped where they can't get content on there. It's not because they don't want it. No, they want it. Trust the, me, they, they want it. They can't. They're not allowed to have it. Look, they, and it, that wasn't the vi- when they put this thing together. That wasn't the vision that they had. No, obviously, it was to it was. And Texas is like, hey, we're going to get our games on national television every single week, right? Because we have LA. We have our own network. That's right. And see, that should have been that should have been the Big Twelve network. Well, th- that would have made all the sense in the world. Right. But you caved and you let them do that deal. Right. And you didn't do what you needed to do. I mean, look look at the ACC, the SEC, and the in the in the Big Ten and the, their networks, the mm-hmm. Pac-12. They're all thriving, thriving. If because there was a Big ne- 12 network, we probably wouldn't be having all these conversations right now. I promise right you now. we wouldn't be having this conversation yep. right now. Yeah. There's no way. Because yeah. there would be too much money to pass around to everybody. Well, and that that is what should have happened, but – they didn't want – they said, well, I, I, we don't know that this is a great idea. We don't want to have to deal with this. And then the Longhorns stepped in and said, hey, we'll take it. 
we'll 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 be the network spokesman and they got it and they got all the money and now everybody's looking around going what the heck just happened and they ain't about to come off center they want their no. money they want their money show me the money so you know what you get repeats of the 2005 college world series baseball games and whatever else that they can find to put on the air in between all of those those no it's not very good i mean even if you're a longhorn fan i've heard from longhorn fans well, if you remember at the very beginning, nobody could get it. Right, but they don't they don't watch it that often unless you know it's in the middle of the night and there's nothing else on, and you might flip over to say, "Well, what do they got?" I mean, there's not there's not must see TV on it ever. It's again a lack of content, and therefore it's just it's a train wreck. So, all right, uh, four twenty two. Let's let's talk about the Cowboys for just a minute. Well, I want you to hear what Zeke says about Zach Martin. Zach Martin is not going to play, I don't think. I, and I know what Jerry Jones said. He, you know, two negative tests. You're going to you need two negative tests before not Thursday. Happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. So let's hear what Zeke says about Zach Martin. Zach's the uh, best player in our offense. Um, stop, that, runners, stop, they, that, they stop, stop that! 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 Play it again. Zach's the uh, best player in our offense. Um, most runs, they they coming back behind him. Even last year, you know, we were battling some injuries. He moved him to right tackle, and, I mean, he still, uh, you know, excelled at, at right tackle. So, I mean, his talent is uh, you can't speak about him enough, but, uh, you know, we just got to rely on. Um, I'm not sure who's playing for him, uh, Connor, little Connor. Uh, so, so, I mean, Connor, Connor's a good player. He played a lot of ball last year. I think he – he got better. He had a good camp. So, I mean, we just got to go out there and do what we can, who, who we got. Zach Martin's the best player we got. How often do you hear a running back say that about anybody besides – how, how, how many times have you heard a, a, a player say that an offensive lineman's our best player? Well, if it's a running, most, a, if it's a running back, the smart ones, that's exactly well, what the, they say. Yeah, and I know they take him to dinner and all that stuff. But you, most of the time when you hear best player conversation, it's quarterback, running back, receiver. It's, it's a skill guy. But he says but, – But Zeke has a high football IQ, and he knows where it all starts. Is it that – but that is so cool that he recognizes mm-hmm. what, what Martin means to that football mm-hmm. team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's not wrong. Nope. So they got, they got some COVID issues still – I went back and watched uh, Hard Knocks last night. I watched the uh, the last episode again. I don't Number know four. why. Number four, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I can't, well, I can tell you why. Because the football game was incredibly boring. Uh, <laughs> when it was twenty-four to nothing or whatever it was, twenty-three to nothing, I said I'm out. Uh, but so I went and watch, back and watched that, and, and they, you know, the COVID issues, and they and they just continued. And C.D. Lamb talked about just the frustration level that the players have. Yeah, it's tough. It's definitely a tough uh, situation that we're going through and that we're battling, but we're, we're, we're focusing on kind of limiting those situations and everything, the, the exposure of what's going on is just kind of unfortunate in our end just considering we do do everything right and uh, not really understanding where it's coming from. But, you know, at this point, we just got to play it safe. I mean, and, and you get it. I mean, look. Last year was was a train wreck for everybody. We all know that. I mean, but you were hoping that this year that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't be what it is, Ward. And in look, we we've had it at the high school levels with mm-hmm. school closures and and game cancellations and 
rearranging of schedules. Uh, Coach Smart at, at Georgia's like, hey, <laughs> we got a problem. We got to, you know, he just goes and wins, wins a big football game, and then it's, hey, we've got a problem. And now you've got it in, in you've got issues within the, the National Football League. You would, I guess, we just got to figure out a way to deal with it. And, and, it's all you're going to be able to do. And, I mean, and, and move forward with it. But man, I, I get CD Lamb's frustration, don't you? Because I mean, I'm oh, yeah. frustrated. We're and all I'm just, frustrated. You know, yeah, we're just broadcasters. Yeah, I I I, I totally get it, and it's got to be, uh, it's got to be very frustrating for them to try to navigate through this. And look, I I think it's going to take uh, a situation where, you know, you're doing more of the protocols than than not again before this is all said and done unfortunately i i just see that where this is trending oh, and that's just unfortunate just just so unfortunate but we'll see how it how uh you know how it goes but you know and i walked onto a, ca- a high school campus today uh to visit with a coach and you know staff uh students everybody back to wearing masks mm-hmm. and honestly I didn't think we would see that this year, but you you just have to take those precautions right now. And, you do, and, I mean, and, and, and to move forward, and, and they're trying to ensure the safety and the well being of everybody involved, and to continue to be able to participate in in the extracurricular activities. Right, and if it if that requires a mask, then it requires a mask. So, and I think that's kind of the attitude that some of these schools and school districts are taking right now, and, and businesses for that matter. Well, and the, yeah, there's a lot of places that are going back to the mask mandates. And, you know, I, I see one pop up almost daily to where an SI, a, a school uh, ISD is, you know, put blank in front of it, is decided we're going back to mask, full 100% mask wearing. Yep. All right, uh, 428, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Travis Brown. He covers the Aggies for the Eagle. That's the uh, local newspaper down in the uh, Bryan College Station area. We'll talk to Travis here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Do you have nagging backaches? Maybe your hips and legs are sore at the end of the day. You can visit our friends at the Good Feet store in the Central Texas Marketplace. That's near Cabela's. All three categories of the Good Feet arch supports are engineered for pain relief, personally fit to your feet with protection right there in the store. And let me just tell you this, that consultation and that fitting is absolutely free. And when we talk about the three different uh, three different categories, we're talking about the strengthener, the maintainer, and, of course, the relaxer. It's a total body wellness program with the premier pain relief products and, uh, and, 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 and structural support. They're open seven days a week. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon to 5. And you're saying, well, I'm not sure this would work for me. Well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to go that's to go to, to, uh, to Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and, and, and go through the consultation and the fitting and just see for yourself. Again, you have nothing to lose. It's absolutely free, and they'll, uh, they'll take great care of you. Central, the uh, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Baylor football lives here. It's the Bears 2021 home opener this Saturday from McLean Stadium, hosting Texas Southern. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Touchdown Alley. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Tigers. 
John, JJ, and Ricky have the call right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Twister Root Burger Company in Waco, a come-as-you-are environment and a strange reverence to Chuck Norris, invite you to watch the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. Try our Burger of the Month, the Sloppy Q. Even their exotic meats like buffalo and wagyu. And don't forget their homemade custard shakes, cheese fries, and more. Happy hours, 2.07 p.m. to 6.07 p.m. every weekday with $1 off alcoholic beverages. Twisted Root Burger Company in Waco, located at 801 South 2nd Street. For more information, go to twistedrootburgerco.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Ole Miss beat Louisville to end the first week of college football last night, 43-24. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was full participant at practice yesterday and is slated to start Thursday night season opener against Tampa Bay. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers split the series with the Angels getting the win last night. They start the series with the Diamondbacks tonight. 841st pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB holds on to the number one ranking in D3 football poll, and you can hear the Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. It's 4.33. We welcome you back into the program. This is game time from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios in our 4 o'clock hour of service of good feet. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us as we welcome Travis Brown for the Eagle into the program. Travis, good afternoon, man. We appreciate your time. What's going on, guys? How are y'all? Doing terrific. Uh, let's just dive right into the, the, the Kent State game. What was your big takeaway in that uh, 41-10 to 10 win? 
I mean, I think the the initial thing that everybody was excited about and what they were looking to see is what Haynes King, the new uh, starting quarterback, would do. And it, it wasn't perfect by any means through three interceptions, but I think that the the hype around Haynes King was the kind of electricity, the spark in in, in playmaking he was able to be he is able to do with his arm and his legs. And I think people saw that. I, I think that it was. Uh, it is easy to see that the kid could have a pretty bright future with the Aggies uh, just needing to clean up a few of those kind of, uh, of of rookie mistakes. Two touchdowns, three picks in the game for Haynes. Now, sometimes the stat sheet doesn't always tell the story. You know that. Uh, were all three of those picks on him, or were there some route run wrong, or were there some tip balls? I mean, were, were all three on him? Uh, the, the, the third one – probably wasn't really on him it was a tip ball at the line uh that that just floated in into the uh, defensive backs arms the the first two were were, were definitely passes that were tried were forced a little bit and, and probably thrown a little bit behind the receivers one of them deflected off a defender and then into another defender's arms the other one was just a true uh interception bad bad throw so um it, it's it's not like a it was just a full-blown, what are you doing here kind of thing. It was plays that, you know, an inch or two here or there, he, he might have actually made something happen, a, a little bit of a gunslinger mentality. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would for sure chalk two of them up to, to him and, uh, and then the third one probably uh, just some bad luck. Isaiah Spiller puts his name up in the charts as the 18th uh, with 2,000 yards, and this guy – at running back, does that make things easier for Keene to kind of navigate his way through this Aggie offense? Well, not only that, but then you also have Jalen Weidermeyer, who is a, uh, a postseason trophy uh, candidate, maybe one of the best tight ends in the country. That's a good uh, security blanket. And then Anaya Smith in the slot, uh, a, a, who also can play in the backfield a little bit. I mean, he has that, – that's the other thing, if you want to kind of go back to the first question, that, that we kind of looked at each other and said, this is the most weapons – that A&M has had probably in the last five years since I've at least been down here uh, all around King. Really, King is the, the question mark, and he showed that um, that, that he, he can make some plays. But, yeah, the weapons around them are, are huge. Not to mention you have both Isaiah Spiller and Devon A-Chain um, uh, in, in that backfield that, that can take some uh, take some reps for each other and, and keep each other fresh as the season goes on. It, it, it's a pretty – the cabinet's pretty full for the Aggies, and I think that was on display on Saturday. We mentioned Spiller. We mentioned A-Chain. They, they both rush for 100 yards or, or, or more in the ball game, but yet you still threw it 33 times. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, Jimbo Fisher always has, has been uh, – uh, adamant that they're going to have a balanced offense, that, that they're going to run the ball and they're going to throw the ball, establish the run to, to open up the passing game. Um, and the fact that, that especially in this game where they played a team that, yeah, it was against Mac opponents, but they came in as the, the number one scoring offense from last season, wanted to play at tempo, wanted to, to move the ball and, and turn it into a shootout. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's typical style is ball possession football, and he wants to slow it down, wants to help his defense out by keeping the offense on the field as long as they can. So they ran a lot of plays. And to be able to do that, you have to be able to to run the ball and then throw the ball, and, and, and throw the ball especially on third down in those kind of situations. And, and A&M, I believe, coming out of week one, at least as of yesterday, was the, the best in the country in third down percentage. Uh, they – trying to pull it up here they uh they, they i believe were like six for 13 um on on third down uh the other day and so uh excuse me nine for 13 
and and so yeah, third down passing was a was a and third down passing with a lot of yards to go was pretty pretty good for the Aggies on Saturday as well. Travis on the defensive side against the run, the Aggies had a little bit of problem with the quarterback scramble. Was that a fit problem or was that just the ability of the quarterback? Yeah. Uh, Fisher kind of attributed that to two things. One, the defensive ends not really getting a good penetration in the pocket, getting too far afield and not getting a lot of lot of pressure in on the quarterback, uh, opening up some lanes. And two, they actually, because their Kent State was such a pass-happy offense, they actually ran out there with uh, what I would assume is kind of their dime package. It was really a, a 4-1-6 uh, out there on, on, on defense. And um, that one linebacker, for the most part, it rotated on who that was with the spy. He said that a lot of times those guys, you know, first game, first time getting opponent, we're trying to dive in and get the tackles uh, too often playing a little too aggressively instead of kind of holding their ground and pushing them towards the unblocked defenders for support. And that kind of opened up some running lanes up the middle uh, for that quarterback rush. So it, it might have been a little bit schematic towards because they don't, they, they, they play a, a, a four-two-five normally, which is kind of a, a typical nickel defense. That's their base, so they're going a little more dime this time. And they probably won't do that again until you see um, Mississippi State or Ole Miss or something like that down the line. So it might it, it might have been a little schematic, but but certainly something that they want to look at and fix, and something they brought up uh, coming into this next game. Travis, we know coaches are never happy. That's that's just their that's just their their style. But what was Jimbo's thoughts after the game about? the overall play of the defense look three points in the first quarter and a touchdown in the fourth quarter that's that's all the wrecking crew gave up he wasn't happy because he said they weren't necessarily playing physical enough he didn't like that they gave over 200 yards rushing uh in the game and and uh uh kind of we're letting them uh, get back not get back into the game but get back into some rhythm there at the end of the game it, it, it you know they wouldn't have covered the spread if it wasn't for two missed field goals at the end which you want to talk about bad beats um, if you were uh, betting uh, Kent State to cover on that one. But, uh, yeah, after the game, he wasn't super happy with, with the physicality that they played with and, and said there was definitely room to improve there. Um, but I, I think you, ha- you do have to say that, that the defensive secondary played pretty well. Um, that was – I mean, they, they had a great defense overall last year. You can't fault either side, but they had a really good rush defense last year, and the pass defense was uh, about mid – to, to a little bit less mid 100s in the in the country, and so um, they they really showed a, a lot against a team that really likes to pass the ball a lot, and that was even without Miles Jones, the starting cornerback and one of their veteran leaders, uh, out there at boundary corner um, for for the Aggies. So uh, definitely room to improve, but um, I think that that it was a, a decent start. The crowd for the first time, full capacity in almost two years at Kyle Field. What was that atmosphere like finally for the Aggies? It was electric, and especially with the fact that they recreated that uh, post-9-11 red, white, and blue out that they did 20 years ago um, with the, you know the, the bottom section blue, the middle section white, and the upper deck red. And it was, it was a really cool look. I, I have to admit, even Jimbo Fisher said he had never seen anything like that. And uh, one of... Uh, one of the photographers who was down there in the field got a picture of Anaya Smith when he first came out of the tunnel in warm-ups, and he had this his jaw literally dropped as he saw him looking out and seeing uh, how that all looked. I mean, it was it was really uh, really electric, and and probably about one of the biggest crowds I've seen for one of these early season uh, directional school type games um, and, and, and into the game as I've seen in a long time. 
Up next what, is Colorado. So what did, what did Jimbo say that he would like to see cleaned up as they go into game two? Yeah, I think that definitely a focus on the rush game uh, and, and what they can do defensively against that and uh, just continual continued progress with, with, with Haynes King. I, I'm curious myself in looking a little bit more at what the offensive line can do. They were actually really, really fantastic other than two holding calls in the game on Saturday, an offensive line that replaced four people from last year. Uh, and so, but again, that was against a, a Kent State defense. I'd like to see what they're able to do against a Pac-12, a, Pac a Power 5 uh, defensive front and see how that, that continuity has gelled. I, I know looking back at like 2017, they had to replace a lot of offensive linemen, and that was just trying to find five guys that could do the job and which five guys do it best. This is an offensive line that there's been guys who have been waiting their turn, um, and, and they've been waiting to see what these guys can do when it, their turn came. And there's a so there's a little bit of difference. I guess that's the, a little more reloading than than uh, uh, rebuilding kind of format. And I, I'm curious to see how well they can manage against probably a little bit stouter competition on that defensive front. Travis Brown from the Eagle, man, we do appreciate your time. Thanks so much for all the insight, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, guys. Thanks. Hey, have a great day. That is Travis Brown. Good stuff. Uh, it is a four forty three. We're seventeen shy of five o'clock. Coming up, we're going to get into uh, into some baseball. It is uh, it is time for our Ranger Roundup here. Coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we're going to talk about Shorty's Pizza Shack. Uh, man, oh man, that sounds good for supper, doesn't it? Twelfth and Bagby. Uh, here's the phone number if you want to call in your order to go two five four two three five two six four six. That's two five four. Two three five twenty six forty six. The the it's just a great it's just a great pizza. I mean, I I don't know how else to describe it. You you see, the dough's made fresh daily. The marinara is homemade. The toppings, well, they're made fresh in house with no filler, no additives, and no artificial flavoring. Just good wholesome food. And they've been doing this since twenty eleven. And of course, you can always go by Shorty's. They're proud to serve locally brewed craft beers in the can or uh, on draft by the pint or the half pitcher. You can grab a cold one and enjoy some homemade uh, pizza and, and uh, just hang out on the uh, on the patio if you like. They got a lot of big screen TVs to watch the ball games and uh, you can uh, you can dine in or or you can take it to to go. It's whatever you choose and. Man, they'd love to see you. Of course, they have the pizza, but they also have tremendous wings, and everybody says that the best sauce is the Sikkim sauce. And, uh, of course, they also have big big chili dogs, I and mean, they got those there for you at uh, at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Shorty's Pizza Shack, they're 12th and Bagby, and, again, if you want to call that order in and grab it to go on your way home from work today, 235-2646 for Shorty's Pizza Shack. It's the Baylor Tailgate Show this Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Tailgate Show is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting, Cooper Complete, Heritage Creamery, Neighborhood Works Waco, Oakley's Rustic Grill, Oakley's Shuck and Shack, Steckler Wayne Cochran Cherry Law Firm, TFMB, your bank for life. The Baylor Tailgate Show is also brought to you in part by Hurley Benefit Services, Old Chicago Pizzeria, Total Office Solutions, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, Walk-On Sports Bistro, Maya Fuels, and Central National Bank. 
It's the Baylor Bears and Texas Southern, and we've got your Baylor tailgate show Saturday at 2 on your flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Satisfy your appetite with the great food at B&M Barbecue and Warren Riesel. They specialize in slow-cooked Texas-style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three-meat and two-meat combo plates. B&M Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all-you-can-eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, B&M Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 448, let's talk a little Ranger baseball, shall we? Oh, man. Uh, Ward, I'm, I'm telling you, my guy, oh, DJ, he, he's getting after it now. <laughs> I, they've made, So now I think we've found three or four guys that could play a little bit. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of a fan of DJ Peters. Uh, he went one for four yesterday, drove in a run. He drove in the first run of the game. The only run the Rangers would need is they get a 4 nothing blanking of the Angels. The Angels are at double play depth. No score first inning. The Rangers threaten. And the pitch, a broken bat pop-up behind first base, and that'll fall for a run-scoring hit. Hernandez is home. Stopping at second is Connor Falefa. It's a broken bat flare base hit for D.J. Peters, and the Rangers grab a quick one to nothing lead. Now, I know it's the Angels, but listen to the line for Alexi. He went six innings, no runs on one hit. He walked two, and he struck out seven. That's a pretty good day's work in Major mm -hmm. League Baseball in, in, today's, in today's environment. Now, here's our stat of the day. After going five innings and allowing one hit in his first career start against the Rockies, rookie A.J. Alexi comes right back and goes six innings of one-hit ball against the Angels. He's the first rookie in the modern era to work five-plus innings and allow one or fewer hits in each of his first two career starts. That's pretty good stuff. 
Not bad. Alexi is also just the third Ranger pitcher to work five or more scoreless innings in his uh, first two MLB outings. So, again, I know they're searching, and this is what we talked about. They're, they're looking for people who can who can play a little bit and who can be a part of this thing. I guess the question is, are they are they starting to get some answers? Or is I don't the know if it's answers, size but size too small. Sample size too small for me, but I, I I think they're getting an idea. I don't know that there's any answers out there yet, but they're getting a they're getting an idea. I, I think you've seen enough of Adolis Garcia to know that he can help you. I don't know that he's going to be, you know, the the superstar that, but maybe he is. I don't know. He, he's. He, He's cooled off in the second half as compared mm-hmm. to the first half. It well, may sure. Be, it, and a lot of it has to do with, okay, he's been around a little bit. Guys start to figure out how to pitch to his weaknesses as opposed to not knowing how, how to pitch to him and, you know, and pitch to his strengths. And mm-hmm. so, There's a scouting report on him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, he doesn't like it low and in or whatever the case may be. Uh, off speed, off the plate, whatever. I, I don't know. But maybe that's part of it. But I, I like him. I, I, and I've told you I like DJ Peters, and uh, and he's just been on a tear, by the way. And, and they've got a couple of arms that are starting to kind of emerge, and I'm like, well, maybe, maybe there is a little nucleus that they could start to kind of piece things together with, and, and be a little more competitive than what 49 and 88. But uh, again, you have to take it as a small sample size, and I'm not dishing anything you're saying. Oh, I, you're, you're, dumping all over my but, parade right and, now and the teams that you're playing that you're seeing this good sample size on are not very good baseball teams. well then schedule those dudes i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i want to have hope i mean i know <laughs> i want to have hope with my rangers oh we have suffered through that enough haven't we yeah, just our, buckle up <laughs> that is our ranger roundup uh, and our Ranger Roundup is brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. It's uh, 452, 8 in front of 5. Now, they move on to Arizona. And, and they uh, they got a, what, a two-game miniseries with with the D-Banks starting tonight. So, uh, who knows? Who? But, again, I'm okay with what they're doing because what they were doing prior wasn't working. So, why not? At least it's watchable now because you know where they're at. You know that they're not going to make a run at anything. They're trying to figure out, and so it's fun to sit back and go, yeah, what do they have? Yeah. And, and you know what? And, the, and, and here's still the big question mark for me, and, and it may be for you. I don't know. But do they have the right manager? Do they have the right hitting coach? Do they have the right pitching coach? Is this the right staff to bring this young club along? Now, I'll say this. He has been incredibly patient uh, because I think I, I would have, you know, thrown a gasket long ago, but uh, he is, he's, man, he is hung in there. But, you know, you, when, when, you're, when you're a bad ball club, mm-hmm. and they're a bad ball club, make no mistake about oh, it. Oh, yeah, they are. It, it, it doesn't highlight his, his managing skills and his managing abilities. So, you know, you you may be rocking along here, and you you may not have the right staff. Now, I'm not saying they do or they don't, because I don't know. I mean, or he may be exactly what they need under the circumstances that they're that they're working with. I'm not a big fan, but that's just 
from what I've seen. And look, I, again, I'm not there all the time, so I I always thought, well, what's going on? Well, basically, what's going on? They didn't have very good players, so I, I guess he's kind of handcuffed, and you got to have to give him a a little bit of a pass. I just but I, that's I, my point. You don't know what his style is. You yeah, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but I'm still. I haven't seen anything to go, ooh, I like the way he's doing this. Or this guy, I, I, I want to, you know, because, look, kind of got spoiled. Johnny Oates, Washington, mm-hmm. and um, Banny. I, all three of those guys, you, you sit back and go, I want to play. I, I would want to play for those three guys. I think Banny's issue was he was an old school manager in – some of these young guys didn't didn't take to it, and you know what I say? Too bad. Yeah, but, I I would have too. Yeah. I would have told these new school guys to say, <laughs> "Buckle up, Buttercup." But but you know what I mean? I I don't know. Is is he under normal circumstances? And I say normal circumstances where you're actually competing to win championships. Is he going to be quick on the hook? Is he going to be a guy that stays with a guy? I don't it, know. I mean. I, what can you what tell I, me about the head st- managing what I, style? What I've seen in his style and what I why wow, I was critical because he waited too long to go get people and things like that when we were seeing him last year and earlier this year uh, when, you know, things were not already in the tank. Right. I felt like that he was too hesitant. And to me, I, I you know, that's – one of two things, either you don't have any confidence in your bullpen or you don't have anything out there that you can go to. All right, so, and you know what? It, it may be a while before we find out about that because, again, this is a bad team, so uh, we'll, we'll see. But you know what? There's always spring training, and spring brings hope. Yeah, it does. we got a month left in this mess, don't we? <laughs> All right, uh, 4.55. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Billy Embody. He is uh, – he writes for – this is crazy, but he does. He writes for both SMU247sports.com and GoTigers247sports.com. Uh, In other words, he covers SMU and LSU. SMU with the, with the nice win. LSU, not so much. Uh, we'll talk to him about both of those matchups uh, in our next segment here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they've conducted themselves. And, like, your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Speak highly at Baylor University. So, as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Come as you are and enjoy food you won't forget at Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley's Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park. Oakley's Rustic Grill features burgers, baskets, and po' boys, plus a Monday through Friday lunch special. One entree, two sides for $8.99. Try the buffalo mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese topped with buffalo fried chicken tenders. Or the Big Tex Burger, brisket and a chuck patty topped with cheddar cheese, applewood smoked bacon, onions, pickles, and barbecue sauce. 
Oakley Shuck and Shack features fresh seafood, grilled cheese, and more. They have lobster served three different ways, plus Gulf and Blue Point oysters and oysters Rockefeller. A great place to refuel before or after the game, and you won't have to wait an hour to be served. Oakley's Rustic Grill and Oakley Shuck and Shack at the Route 77 Food Truck Park, 17th and LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Open at 11 every day except Sunday. Climate-controlled inside seating is available. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com Waco. That's caterpillar.com Waco. Get your career started today. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White's along with you. Welcome in Billy Embody, SMU 247, LSU 247. We talk ponies and tigers. And Billy, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, guys. How about you? Doing good. Appreciate you hopping on with us. And SMU, let's start with the Mustangs. And they go from one transfer quarterback in Shane Bouchelle, and it looks like they may have found another diamond in former Midway Panther and Oklahoma Sooner Tanner Mordecai. He lit up the sky for the Ponies. Yeah, he sure did. Seven touchdown passes to set a single-game record. 
for SMU in his debut, his first start of his career. And look, I mean, you guys uh, have seen a lot of him and, and know the type of player he is. And he just needed the opportunity, I think. Uh, kind of had a couple Oklahoma fans in my mentions over the weekend saying they wish he would have stuck around. But uh, all jokes aside, he really put together, I think, one of the cleanest performances you could have asked for from a uh, first start. Uh, granted, Abilene Christian, not necessarily world beaters at all, but uh, he was efficient. He was clean. He you know, delivered the football on time, accurately took some hits to make some plays, showed arm strength, showed touch, um, showed some swagger. And overall, I just thought it was a really, really strong performance and a good tone setter for uh, the type of season he could have. You you mentioned kind of season he could have. What 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 do you see? from this SMU football team. What is, what is the, uh, what's the potential for this football team in your opinion? Uh, they've got, you know, conference title aspirations. And I don't really think they're off base with that. If they can stay healthy, you know, everything goes through Cincinnati and UCF, uh, especially Cincinnati. Uh, but, you know, this is a SMU team that has some depth. They've got talent. Uh, they've got a really good defensive coordinator, Jim Levitt, who had a, good debut as well some things to clean up there overall but I mean if they put this offense together like they think it can really go you know against quality opponents and be consistent and play clean I mean they've got a chance to win a conference title just like Cincinnati UCF maybe even Houston um, and Memphis so I mean it's a really really strong football team that has some depth and uh, I just think uh, that's that's their those are their goals and that's they need to be focused on in a way. You, you talk about the defense only giving up nine to ACU. And, look, I know the opponent is Abilene Christian, but still the defense had a long way to go uh, in the offseason. Did it feel like that they have kind of figured this thing out and, and at least they're hitting their gaps and, and they're fitting in the right place and, and being able to understand what's asked of them in game number one? Yeah, that that's a great point that you bring up. That was the thing that stood out to me the most, you know, the – how well prepared they were. Uh, the game plan was fairly simple. You know, this is a that certainly was a matchup that uh, they could win. You know, just by out athleting them uh, overall, and I think they did that. You know, they Abilene Christian had one or two sustained drives against SMU, but for the most part, it was pretty cut and dry. You know, SMU dominated the line of scrimmage. They controlled that. Um, they uh, got off blocks. Their front three in this three-four defense were really good. Uh, just it, it was a clean strong performance from that entire group rushing wise still 171 yards on the ground we talked about tanner what he was able to do with the seven touchdowns but also being able to gather up 171 yards on the ground for this pony offense uh, that's another good sign moving forward too isn't it billy yeah absolutely and uh that's uh you know an area i think they want to improve on uh, they kind of used a complete by committee approach which is fine you know, Ulysses Bentley, I think, probably wish he had a little bit better of a night just overall. Um, I think uh, Tyler Levine showed he can be a powerful guy. Trey Sigurds probably had the best night. And then their freshman, Brandon Epton, really flashed, too, and had his first career touchdown. So I think they want to improve in the run game. I don't think that was the performance they were looking for by any means. Um, and, and they need to get a little bit better uh, performance from Ulysses Bentley, just in my opinion. But first game, you know, they, they had uh, – four or five starters playing. I, actually, I think all five starters were in different spots, but the same five starters from a year ago. Uh, they just shuffled up the entire O-line. So working out the kinks on that, and they just need to be um, more physical and, um, 
you know, I, I think move guys off the ball. Billy, uh, off the field, uh, what what's the word around the league when it comes to the conversations of Houston and UCF and, and, and maybe Cincinnati uh, leaving for the Big 12? Yeah, that's a tough thing. You know, I think SMU and a lot of the programs in the league uh, were looking at it like, look, we've got a good league, a really strong league, actually. If things stay the course and nobody jumps ship and um, – you know, the 12-team playoff especially comes to fruition, which you know, prior to all this stuff, it looked like it was. And then they would kind of go from there and see, you know, would the Big 12 expand? Could they grab teams from that? And that kind of all threw a wrench in it. And I think most part, for the most part, the Houston thing has really thrown people for a loop because uh, it's kind of, I think, surprising given the on-field play of Houston the last couple years. But you know, it, it's something that now sends the entire league kind of into a, a frenzy. You know, do you, do you work towards the next round of Big 12 expansion? Do you add teams right away? Do you, because this is a league that has an ESPN contract. Um, it was building a good um, national brand, I think. Uh, and, and now it's kind of all in question. And they had kind of pushed their chips in on themselves. And now uh, that's kind of all up in the air, quite honestly. A little bit of a rivalry game coming up Saturday at Gerald Ford Stadium with North Texas. Is that still a pretty big game between those two schools, just for bragging rights, if nothing else? You know, I think it's a bragging bragging rights game. I don't know if it really is a rivalry, and I say that because it's just been so uncompetitive, right. quite honestly. You know, just for, for the entire time, you know, whereas even though TCU's kind of had that resurgence uh, in the rivalry, that one kind of goes back a while where – could go you know either way in a way so uh this one uh a lot of people don't on smu side at least don't consider it a rivalry but it's definitely one that uh i think more pressures on smu to win take care of business not let them you know kind of off the mat like they did a few years back when smu fell off under june jones mm -hmm. um and and so now you know it's kind of order has been restored at least you know on smu side of things under sunny dykes and that's kind of what they expect to continue this weekend Let's uh, switch gears and, and talk a little uh, LSU football uh, in Baton Rouge. What, what's what's the pulse like of the uh, of the Tiger fans? Oh, uh, <laughs> the, they want you know Ed Ogeron said in the past, "We coming." Well, the, the fans want change coming. Uh, I'll, I'll say that you know it's <laughs> and and the thing about it is is it's not it just doesn't look doesn't look like it can be fixed easily. Uh, struggle on the offensive line. The evaluations there under James Craig were pretty bad, which is why they're thin it, and and the talent level isn't where it needs to be. Um, defensively, the linebackers look slow. You know, when you get in the SEC play, Lane Kiffin, uh, Bill O'Brien, those play callers are going to eat that up. Uh, it, it's it's a situation that, you know, where do you go from here? They've got to, you know, rather what should be easy non-conference games to build some confidence and get these two first-year play callers, you know, on the right track, at least moving forward. But a lot of questions. And, um, you know, the PR of the program hasn't been handled well since 2019, that's for sure. And it's probably making things even worse for Ed Ogeron. Billy, do you think that, that for Ed O, the poaching of his coaching staff that he had put together is finally catching up with him more than anything else? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think um, I, I think you saw some of it coming, but you know Joe Brady just kind of his agent and him you know, did the right thing in my opinion. He wanted to be in the NFL. He was a hot name. 
He knew what he probably had coming next year, and he wanted to get out. And that's what he did, so you can't blame him. Can't blame Dave, Dave Aranda for finally getting his shot at a head coaching job. But, I mean, you look at some of the other you know, hires he's made in the past, with Bo Pelini and, you know, keeping Steve Insminger and bringing in Scott Linehan, nothing really inspires anybody. Um, and, and that's the thing. And recruiting has suffered, in my opinion, in terms of evaluations and hitting on some of those diamond in the roughs. You know, LSU fans do a rather good job of reminding people that, you know, Justin Jefferson was a two-star. You know, he was, you know, the last ad. He was he brought was brought into school on, like, August third and made made grades you know that that's they they have some of these diamond in the rough guys but they just don't recruit the elite prospects as well as some of these other national teams so that's hurting them offensive line recruiting it's a it's a bunch of things and you really need somebody who can organize at a very very high level at the very top and quite honestly knows knows how to build a program and and recruit well and do all those things and quite honestly, right now, Ed Ogeron is not doing those things. When they play McNeese State on Saturday, I'm reading an article, uh, they're going to be shorthanded because of injury. How will that affect their game plan as they as they get ready for McNeese State? Yeah, the offensive line is going to be without two starters in Cam Wire and Austin Deculus. And so right off the bat, you're trying to you know build this continuity, continuity on the offensive line that was banged up in fall camp and needs all the reps they can get and you're not going to get that and then you're missing veterans like john emery one of their starting running backs john trey kirkland who's probably would be third or fourth wide out um some other vets that can contribute so it's kind of a, a tough situation because they need these reps in the non-conference games to bounce back but they could still be learning on the fly come sec play Billy and Body, SMU 247, LSU 247. Hey, Billy, appreciate the time very much. Appreciate you making some time for us and hopping on. I know you're very busy today, but uh, have a great afternoon, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Okay. You do the same. I, I, you know, with it, and again, an incredibly talented guy to be able to cover two schools and two different states, but the the LSU – it's go it's – Boy, go, it sounds it, bad, doesn't it? Ooh, and it's – You know, look, I, I wanted to say, too – for Ed O, I think he, you know, he was just at the right place at the right time and benefited of a great roster, great recruiting, and all he had to do was drive the ship and, and not wreck it ashore. And unfortunately, here in year three, I, I think he's found some sand barges and he's real close to wrecking it to shore. Listen. This is a program that is a top 25 program, typically a top 10 program, most of the time a top 5 program. Yep. They're out of the top 25. Do you realize that? Yeah, yeah. First time since 1991-92 season. Think about that one. That's that's all bad. It's, and that has Tiger fans up in arms. Well, it's pretty clear. It's it's the, He's in over his head. It's off the track. <laughs> it's off the track. All right, uh, 512, let's get to some Cowboy uh, news and information for you. Time now for our Cowboy report. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. Hey, 
everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Six-time Pro Bowl guard Zach Martin is tested positive for COVID, so Connor McGovern prepares to take over in Thursday night's opener at Tampa. You'll hear from the third-year pro after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys take on the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers in Tampa on Thursday night and could be without their best player, guard Zach Martin, who tested positive for COVID on Saturday. A vaccinated player must have two negative tests in a 48-hour period to return to action. So with Martin's status up in the air, third-year pro Connor McGovern is taking first-team reps at right guard, a spot in which he made eight starts last year. What does McGovern see as the key in going against a stout Bucks front seven on Thursday? Coming out fast and just getting them off the ball to try to take it to them first. There is good news for the Cowboys' offensive line. Right tackle Lyle Collins is back after missing time with the next stinger, and left guard Connor Williams was activated from the COVID list. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. 
This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight. Again, another comfortable evening. Low temperatures fall to 68 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. We may see a few high clouds as a cold front moves through, but no rain. 96 for the high and mostly sunny on Thursday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Ole Miss beat Louisville to end the first week of college football last night, 43-24. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was full participant at practice yesterday and is slated to start Thursday night season opener against Tampa Bay. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers split the series with the Angels getting the win last night. They start the series with the Diamondbacks tonight. 8:40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB holds on to the number one ranking in D3 football poll, and you can hear the Pete Fredenberg show tonight, starting at six on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. It's 19 after 5, 519. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. If you just joined us you, uh, you and you said, well, man, I, I, I wish I would have heard Billy, uh, Billy and Body from SMU and from uh, LSU247sports.com. Well, you can go back and check it out. It's on our uh, – it's on our uh, – our, uh, our uh, website, it's uh, SyntexSportsFan.com and all of our social media sites as well. So you can check that out and, uh, and, and check out those interviews. One of the things he t- we were talking to him about, Ward, was, was what uh, the rest of the league was feeling when it came to Central Florida, when it came to Cincinnati, when it came to, to Houston and their potential departure for the Big 12. And, I, you know – he he said that everybody felt like it was a mistake because they felt like that they had a quality league and a very competitive league, mm-hmm. and so uh, it, it, that was interesting. And you can go hear that on our on our SyntexSportsFan uh, dot com. Now earlier t- this week, Dave Aranda met with the media and he was asked about uh, his thoughts on on the expansion and. You know, and <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. Uh, Dave said, uh, Dave said that uh, two thousand three. <laughs> I'll just help you out. Two thousand three. You're staring at it like like it's going to stare back. Uh, but Coach Aranda talked about uh, you know, hey, when it's football season, he's focused on football. Not really. <laughs> no. Um, I just think you know. I think the um, I mean we're just, we're talking about this I think with uh, with smoke last week I think just the one of the there was a time I think just personally in my career where I would listen to um, you know people talking about college football on the way to work and the way back and I think it just I just feel like for me it almost like sped stuff up 
where I think you really want stuff to slow down, you know? And so when it was like, when it was always kind of going fast, you know, um, I was probably more interesting to talk to for like my wife's, you know, my wife's friends, husbands, you know, <laughs> but I think outside of, outside of that particular piece, I think I was just, you know, thinking about things that I really couldn't control, you know, and uh, maybe that stuff was affecting my stuff, you know, and so now it's a lot more, um, it's a lot more, you know, I'm in football, but I'm trying not to be of it, and so not a lot of football stuff other than the things that I can really affect. He was also asked about BYU and Houston and in in Central Florida and Cincinnati, and now he didn't get into specifics, but he did talk about what he likes to see in a conference. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think the ability for for um, for us to be able to have um, traditional rivalries and to be able to 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 play a TCU and a Texas Tech, and um, you know um, to play within the state of Texas to have that ability is something that I think is a positive not only for our kids but our kids families and so um, I mean we'll see how things shake out but I think the ability for for us to play within our state the majority of the time I think is something that uh, I think kids in our state would look look to look to do interesting uh, <laughs> and I agree with them quite frankly mm-hmm. uh so we'll see how it goes, but again, Ward, you coached. It's keep your head down, coach the game. We'll think about that game some other time. We got to go get ready for the next game, well, yeah. and that's what I they mean, do. That's the only thing you can do. You you can't get too far ahead, and you can't let you know worrying about it. What's the conference going to do? You play the schedule that's in front of you, mm-hmm. and that's all you worry about. And let somebody else worry about all that let, other stuff. Let, you go handle that. Let me worry about football. And so, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. And, and now, I'll, I'll just ask. I mean, and this is just a guess on all of our part, but does this happen this week? Is it Does it happen that fast that BYU and Houston and Central Florida and Cincinnati and, uh, you know, it, does does that trigger get pulled by I Friday? Don't I don't know. Man. Seems awful fast. Boy, doesn't it? But, I mean. I think it does. And, I, and, I, and I'm kind of like Billy and Body. I don't. I don't know that I'm excited about Houston at all. I mean, the old Southwest Conference kind of intrigues me. But I, I said from a long time ago, you and I were talking, if, if you're going to bring Houston in, you might as well bring in SMU and start maybe rebuilding a little bit more of that true Southwest, old Southwest Conference well, in there. I, I've said it just, you know, as a fun league and a league that all the fans could travel and all that, you've got enough Division One schools in the Lone Star State to put together a league in great television markets. The problem with those television markets is those markets aren't dominated by the schools that are in them. No, they're not. Houston and Rice don't dominate the Houston market. No, they A&M don't. does. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, the most surprising thing was about Houston being among the four is that the last round of expansion when TCU and West Virginia got added, uh, supposedly Baylor, Tech, uh and Baylor and Tech were adamant the against or were against uh, Houston 
Because they didn't want Houston in for recruiting. Right, right. But now the the landscape's so different now that you got to kind of overlook that. You have to. You have to. It's it's different than before. That before has nothing to do with it because the the only reason it doesn't is because what you're pointing out. You're right. You're 100 percent right. But Tech and Baylor did not want to have to go in there and say let Houston be able to say they're in the Big 12. You Mm -hmm. can play in the Big 12 if you Mm -hmm. come. To Houston, you don't have to go to Lubbock yeah. or you don't have to go to Waco. We're in a big boy league. You're in a big boy league yeah. now. And Tech, and that was a big hotbed for them, the Houston area, because they could go in there and say, you want to play in the Big 12? Here's your option. Now it's about preservation. Now it's about just survival. That's exactly right. So it changes your mentality in, in your in – your, now look, they still don't want to re- recruit against Houston. But that's not that's not the big that's question not the mark. Big picture. In the, no, nope, it's not the big picture. I mean, it's about preservation of the league right now, and it does this make the most sense? And apparently everybody believes it does. Well, and, and at that time, Baylor and Tech could throw the better cards on the table Truly than Houston could. could. Well, again, there's there's a lot more pros uh, than there are cons, but, you, you know, you, you roll with it now mm-hmm. <laughs> because, again, you're trying to preserve your, your league. And so, therefore, you, you have to just – you just have to go with it. All right, it is 526. I wish I had my camera with me. I just realized Ward's wearing Tennessee orange right now. Hmm. <laughs> I mean. Yes, I am. He, he ought to be on the golf course in his Tennessee orange and his Nike swoosh on the left sleeve. How about that? Yeah. All right, it's a 526. Love to be on the golf course. <laughs> 26 after 5. We're going to uh, – we're going to talk some Kansas State football. Big win over Stanford. We'll get to that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football back to work as they prepare for their home season opener this Saturday evening at McLean Stadium. We'll hear from head coach Dave Aranda straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. This is Aaliyah Miller with Baylor Track and Field, and this is my story. As I'm reflecting on my time as a student athlete at Baylor, one word that comes to mind is grateful. I am grateful for the people who have invested time into me, caring for me not only as an athlete, but as a growing adult finding her way into the world. This journey has been like no other, and through the ups and downs, I wouldn't change a single thing. My name is Aaliyah Miller, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor football preparing for game two of the new season. It'll be the home opener this Saturday evening at McLean Stadium, Baylor hosting Texas Southern. First meeting ever between Baylor and Texas Southern on the football field. In fact, it's Baylor's first ever meeting with a SWAC school in football. Here's head coach Dave Aranda looking across the line at the Tigers. They've got some athletes on the perimeter, I think. Um, you know, I, I think defensively there's some edge rushers on either side. There are four down front. I think uh, they've got some good skill at corners and um, a fair amount of man coverage. And so we'll see more man in this game than we collectively did in this last game uh, for sure. Um, and I think we'll see more pressure in this game than we saw in this last game. And so um, I think defensively there's some challenges that way. I think offensively, um, I think their running back stable is pretty strong. And I think uh, quarterback has a lot of uh, athleticism, got a strong arm. I think they're looking for, um, for him to be real consistent in that role. And so we're going to try our best to disrupt that. But um, I think there's some good talent. And, and again, I know these coaches and respect them and have a friendship. And so it'll be, it'll be good to see them. Dave Aranda and the Bears back in action Saturday evening at home at McLean Stadium hosting the Texas Southern Tigers. We'll be on the air at 2 p.m. with the pregame show here on ESPN Central Texas. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Back live in Touchdown Alley. Then a 6 p.m. kickoff for Baylor and Texas Southern Saturday. Television Saturday evening on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Howler proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Okay, stand by. 
now from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 533, we welcome you back into the program. This is game time, and our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by VersaLift Southwest, a town manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. And uh, we welcome into the program now from the uh, Kansas State Radio Network, Matt Waters. Matt, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Mr. Barfield, what a pleasure it is here early in the month of September. <laughs> uh, good to hear from you as well. Hey, first of all, let's let's talk about the Stanford game. In, in what was your expectations going into AT and T Stadium, and then what was your takeaway walking out of AT and T Stadium? Well, I would say going in, you know, just just being honest with you that. I thought it was a 50-50 ball game. I mean, Stanford is Stanford. Uh, there are a number of things that you know that are already in place when you play Stanford. You know that they're going to be big. You know that they're going to be physical. You know that they're going to be pretty athletic. You know that they're going to try and run the ball right at you. Uh, and they're typically a, a team that doesn't beat itself. And, you know, coming off of the, the COVID football season, K-State had problems turning the football over. They weren't they weren't very good getting off the field defensively on third down in case they lacked uh, the, the scare factor in terms of K-State's passing offense really didn't scare anybody. And that is, was due in part to the fact K-State was playing the true freshman at quarterback and they'd lost, you know, their multi-year starter in Skylar Thompson. So with that said, I thought K-State had a really good chance. It was a home game for K-State. They'd have a good crowd, which they uh, definitely did. Uh, and, uh, I, I thought if K-State did what K-State, um, was supposed to do that they'd have a, you know, a good shot to win the game. I would say Tom, that K-State's defense played above my expectations. Um, you know, K-State played 59 guys overall in the game, which that's a lot. And, you know, they did a great job of shuffling people in and out on both sides. That's what they're going to do. Uh, K-State's athleticism is better. K-State's depth is better. They're doing a few different things defensively. They utilize the the 3-3-5, which they had not done so far under Chris Kleiman. And then, you know, you've got Deuce Vaughn and and K-State's offensive lines and your wiser. So K-State had some big plays, played great defensively. And what's, what's nuts about this is, Tom, I don't know if you, if you looked at the stats in that game on Saturday, there was less than 100 combined plays. K-State had 46 plays run offensively and won that ball game. I mean, they barely had the football. So it was a very good win, but uh, some very unique numbers coming from that, that ball game. Looking at the defensive side, you mentioned how well they played and only allowing 39 yards on the ground. That's that's what you're looking for from a defense and maybe over-expecting what you're looking for, but still under a 200 yards passing against a team like Stanford. Pretty well balanced defensively and taking away anything that they wanted to get accomplished Saturday. Yeah, and, you know, again, Stanford ran two quarterbacks at K-State. Uh, I think one – it was a little better thrower, but K-State had a lot of guys coming downhill to stop the run. That's what they expected. That's what they um, that's what they got. And, you know, K-State's 
got uh, a lot of new guys in the secondary, uh, some out of the transfer portal. Um, you know, their their quote unquote quarterback of the secondary didn't from last year didn't even start in Jerron McPherson. Uh, but this is this is a secondary that has some length to it, has some athleticism, and that one thing that that really jumped out at me, guys, from Saturday was just you know K State tackled well. They had not done that the last couple of years, and they got a lot of guys to the football. And uh, I, I think, to be honest, uh, I think Stanford was a little bit surprised how hard they got hit Saturday. You've been around wildcat football for a long time on in handling sideline duties and what and whatnot does this look like does this look like does it feel like kansas state football if we're going to start with the that question on the defensive side i would say yes offensively it remains to be seen simply because you know kansas state uh, has always had, you know, if you go back over the course of time, Tom, you, you, you know, and I'm going back a ways with Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles was not considered a power back, but for his size, he had a lot of power. Uh, you can look at his NFL career, and, and that's an exclamation mark. Uh, they don't have a quote-unquote power back. Uh, with the exception of uh, a young man named Jacardier Wright, who right now is third team. They've got a, a young man that's a freshman named D.J. Giddens, who who could be a power back. He's a talented young man. So offensively, I, I still think K-State is going to try to figure out who it is. You've got a sixth-year – you've got you've got a super senior quarterback – uh, there's more depth and experience at wide receiver. Those guys have to step up this year. Um, defensively, again, and we're talking about one game, I think I can answer that question a little better. Two or three games down the road, uh, when K-State's getting ready to play Oklahoma State or, or Oklahoma, but that's what K-State has to get back to. And Two other things to answer that question. The biggest thing, and it goes underestimated way too much, and that is K-State's locker room is in much better shape. And you guys know what I mean by that. And this is a team that truly cares about one another and likes one another and they play for one another. And we'll see how that translates throughout the course of the season. Matt, how does this schedule work out for them and set them up getting them ready for conference play over the next two games? Southern uh, Illinois is a very good FCS team, maybe the the best team that that they've had. you know, they, they think they could play for the FCS national title. And I know Chris Kleiman, he said that this afternoon. He feels the same way. They're, they've got like 18 returning guys. Um, they're an old football team. Uh, and then you've got Nevada coming in a couple of weeks, and they've got an NFL-type quarterback. Uh, so K-State's non-conference schedule is pretty salty. And, well, you know, K-State always, you know, like Tom Barfield punishes the buffets around the Waco area. <laughs> K-State always starts oh, on the road in Big 12 too, play. Walter. So they go to Stillwater, and then they've got OU coming to town, and that's not easy. And I've hit a couple of those buffets with Barfield, so I've seen him work. Um, <laughs> when you so come up it, for air, you do. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, describe to us, share with our audience what a Saluki is. I would kind of equate it to just a rabbit 
type coyote. I don't have the exact description. I just I worry about the old English bulldog that we have in our house. That's eighty pounds of pure muscle and is the greatest dog in the world. So. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll bone up a little bit on the the world of the Salukis as the week goes on. Hey, next time we we talk, I want to see like a text of a Saluki, you know, soon. If you know what I mean, okay. Walters. Okay. All right, Matt. Hey, I know you're busy. I know you got something you got to get to. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. See you soon, buddy. Love talking to you. Always appreciate the invite. Take care, guys. I'll see you. Oh, uh, you know when when I was when I was doing baseball. Ward, that was one of my running buddies. Uh, <laughs> we had more fun hanging out. Uh, 541, 19 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us as uh, we uh, take you through a Tuesday afternoon. It, for, and I know we worked yesterday, but doesn't it still feel like Monday? Uh, it, it, it has a Monday feel to it. <laughs> it and it feels like we're going to play all of our games on Wednesday. I, I mean, feel like I, I'm a day behind. I, I promise you. It, it's the craziest thing. Hey, let's talk a minute about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Alan Samuels during this uh, big Labor Day sales event that they've still got going on, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study the 2021 dodge brand ranked number two right behind the ram and the uh, 2021 jeep gladiator named the highest quality mid-sized truck alan samuels 20 uh, t- at uh, 201 west loop 340 waco where they man they uh, they deliver quality and, and they deliver uh they they deliver service and we've talked about it before i mean they're going to be right there with you every step of the way and you know what after the uh, the sales process is complete they're going to be there with you after the sale they're going to take care of you long after you make that purchase that's just what ted teague and his staff do they they, they create relationships it's not just about selling a car or a truck it's about creating a relationship, and that's exactly what they do at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor football lives here. It's the Bears 2021 home opener this Saturday from McLean Stadium, hosting Texas Southern. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Touchdown Alley. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Tigers. John, JJ, and Ricky have the call right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at My Total Office. It's the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon, the annual year-long event where you could save big by bundling Home and Auto with Progressive. So big that we're kicking things off with fireworks, a monster truck battle, a fighter jet flyover, and it wouldn't be a party without the Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon dancers. You can't really hear them, but trust us, they are working it. So come for the fun and stay for the savings. Only at Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-A-Thon. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Time for the Grand Bad on Game Time. All right, 547. We're 13 away from six. High school football coming up this weekend. And again, we uh, we begin with our broadcast on Thursday night at 630 with the uh, Waco Lions hosting the Kangaroos of Colleen on Friday. Uh, Temple. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Temple. Huddle. Uh, that's right. The Hippos of Huddle that Waco just played. And uh, that should that should be a lot of fun. To, uh, you guys uh, are at home again. That's that's mm-hmm. interesting. And, and you and we all know why Hutto has the the stadium issues. Right. They, this was scheduled to be a road game, first road game of the season, but they don't have their turf down because of all the rain this past summer, uh, which is a good thing, not for Hutto, but for us around here. Yeah. But uh, to um, make things easier for everybody they decided well we'll just play at wildcat stadium instead of making it a neutral game and trying to find a stadium because Mm -hmm. sometimes that's hard because you know those other teams either have a game there or they're locking it up and going to a game somewhere so they don't have anybody to work the stadium either so just uh decided to go ahead and play it at wildcat stadium so three home games to start the season how about that uh university will be at home for the first time in 2021 they're they're going to be home on friday night that's why waco's playing on at home on Thursday night, uh, University will entertain Terrell out of the Metroplex or just east of the Metroplex. So that uh, remember, uh, Coach Shields from McGregor, that's that's where he came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so he he did a nice job there. All right, here's the and so and then of course our Friday night high school football scoreboard show at ten thirty ish 
here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, 6A, top uh, number one team in 6A, the Chaparrales of Austin Westlake. 5A Division One, Denton Ryan's number one. 5A Division Two, Alito is number one. 4A Division One, Argyle is number one. Cal Allen is number two. And La Vega is number three. Cal Allen is one of those programs that's always going to win a bunch of games. Yep. But remember where they're playing at now. They're mm-hmm. down there in the south where it's not quite as competitive as it is up here right. in central Texas and in north Texas. So, uh, anyway, uh, La Vega number three uh, in, in class 4A Division two. Carthage is number one. China Spring is number five. 3A Division one. Jim Ned is number one. And in 3A Division two, Franklin is number one. Class 2A Division one. Refurio is uh, number one. And Crawford is number four. The Pirates number four in, in, uh, in that classification. Class 2A Division two. The Mar Panthers coming off that 42 to 7 win over McGregor they are the number 1 team in the state and in class A division 1 May is number 1 Jonesboro is number 5 Abbott is number 6 and Blum is number 9 you don't think we play some six man football around here <laughs> i'm just telling you pretty good stuff there uh and, and that is a quick check of your top 10 so uh, good stuff there. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got? It's a 551, not away from six. You got Arizona and the Rangers tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then as we mentioned Thursday, it'll be Waco High and Colleen. So, therefore, the Cowboys season opener is going to shift to our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, on Thursday night. So, keep that in mind. All right. And, and then tomorrow night, Ward, you have the uh, Temples Coaches Show. Mm-hmm. And I've got Coach Fred here in just a few minutes. That's right. The uh, Coach Fredenberg show is coming up in just a few minutes over on Fox Sports Central and, and, Texas. And then from Wings Pizza and Things tomorrow night, That's right. we'll have Coach Stewart. That's right. And, and you better get there early. <laughs> yes. It, it's rocking. You better get there early to hear Coach Stewart. And uh, that'll be at Wings Pizza and Things tomorrow night. So we got a lot of stuff going on as we cover your, your high school and your college football. And, of course, uh, we'll have the uh, – We'll have the Baylor Coaches Show tomorrow night. Make note of the start time. It's 7 p.m., not 6 p.m. Uh, new start time, 7 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show uh, with the, the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And then on Saturday, we will be out in the Touchdown Alley at 2 o'clock for the uh, Baylor Tailgate Show. So keep that in mind as we get you ready for the first home game of the 21 season against Texas Southern, the Tigers are coming to town. So it is locked and it is loaded with plenty of football for you right here on ESPN Central Texas and our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Hey, that is going to do it for us this evening. John Morris is standing by with the Big 12 Blitz. And uh, we will uh, be back tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Our our day begins with John Morris at 2. Then uh, Matt Mosley uh, will uh, we'll be here at 3. And then we're back in at 4 o'clock with another edition of of game time. Thanks for being a part of the program. Now for Aaron and for Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening and good night.